episode 20. <laughs> <laughs> Shar were on the run from a pack of wolves. Shar went down. Zem was able to stabilize him with the healer's kit, and they were saved by a woman they met in the woods. Kailana, Kai for short. She lives alone in the forest and has taken them in for the night. You both went to sleep, and that's where we're picking up. Shar. Yes. You're exhausted. You fall asleep. It's peaceful, dark bliss. Zem. That didn't sound good. You have scattered dreams all night. The tarot cards, flipping through them, the hermit card that depicts Kai. You see Adria. You see the wolves. So many wolves. And you see what happened to Horatio. You see that happening to Shar. You wake up constantly feeling over, grabbing Char's arm to make sure he's still there, struggling to get any sort of restful sleep. But eventually, you do sleep. You find some sort of rest. And you both wake up. Just after dawn, Kai is already up. She's coming back into the cabin. Apparently, she had left at some point to go gather some food from outside without either of you noticing. Uh, she's brought in a basket with some fresh eggs, some berries that she picked, some wild greens. Uh, and she sees the two of you starting to wake up and she says, oh, um, I'm sorry, did I wake you? No. Uh, no, 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 sorry. It's just time to wake up. I was up. Oh, <coughs> yeah, I, I heard you during the night. It sounded like it was a rough one. I'm sorry. I hope I didn't keep you up. Oh, no, dear. You didn't you didn't keep me up. You both needed the rest. Um, I've give me a moment. I'm going I'm going to make us something to eat. And she heads over, gets a this frying pan, this big cast iron frying pan out that has the longest handle you've ever seen so she can stand way back from the fire. This is going to be delicious. I'm feeling like house moving castle vibes right now. That's exactly where I love it. I love it. <laughs> Oh, bloody love it. While she's cooking, I'm going to roll my portents. Okay. What are they? What are they? 11 and 13. <laughs> okay. Could just avoid a crit. That's fine. What are the two of you doing as, as she's cooking? She's humming away a song that neither of you recognize. It has this lilting melody that reminds you very much of like a fairy song. Um... So I would, I'm, there's lots of things that I need to do for my own self, but like, I know that we're not going to be able to stay here forever. So I, she, okay. The vibe that I'm getting from her is very like, um, favorite aunt grandmother vibe. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm gonna, I'm going to be as close to her as I can be without uh, getting in her way. So, like, I'll sit at the table or whatever and just kind of, like, chatter away with her and ask her 
different questions like, why did you use that herb? And like, what is that thing? And, you know, how did you get this piece? I don't know. Um, Idle chatter. As you're talking to her, she seems happy to share her little cooking tips and secrets with you. And she says, uh, you know, eggs, they cook very quickly. But the secret to making good eggs is to cook them slowly and let them stay fluffy. And you have to have the best butter. Um, and this, and she pulls down this little wooden bowl and in it, there's this, um, this salt that is like a black color. And she says, this salt has, uh, has like a sulfur content to it. And when you sprinkle it into the eggs, it, it brings out that, the sulfury taste of them, which sounds like a bad thing, but honestly, it is delicious mixed in with some fresh herbs. And she starts grabbing some things, some dried, some fresh that she picked while she was out and scrambling all the eggs together. Uh, and she says, only the best butter. And she a healthy dollop of butter. Is she's she like not healthy concerned dollop about grandma? Like, all right, and entire. Yeah, carton. she is not concerned about cholesterol. Uh, you know, she's just dumping this is my all new that. Favorite in. Person. Do you um, make your own butter? I do. Yes. Is this like, what kind of milk is it that you use? Oh, I have a goat. Oh, okay. Yeah. We missed a goat. She's in <laughs> sure. the back. <laughs> you guys came in through the front, and the farm animals are kept in the back uh and she says and the eggs the eggs only fresh only fresh um but she continues uh sure what are you doing while this is all happening i mean i'm getting dressed because most of my clothes i still haven't <coughs> i was without my wrappings in my shirt for most of the night so okay. i'm gonna put all that back on it might take me a minute okay you notice when you go to get your clothing that they've been washed mm. i love her uh, and they're dry. They've been hung near the fire all night, which she must have been tending to keep up. Uh, but again, neither of you noticed um, due to your fitful or deep sleep, depending on who you are. Sure almost died. Sleeps. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> ah, sleeps. Uh, but eventually uh, she finishes up. She toasts a little bit of bread in the fire and brings over the the egg dish she made along with some fresh berries she picked. And uh, she's made a little bit of tea again, the same uh, mixture that she did the night before, pours everybody a bit. Uh, and she says, please, friends, come sit. We can, we can discuss uh, what you all need to do. Are, are you feeling better today? And she's specifically looking at you, Char, because you looked like a wreck last night. Yes, very, very much. Thank you. Good. Is good. um is there anything we can do to help? Um no, I I don't think so. Uh things are okay. Uh and you hear a knocking at the door. Kind of freeze. Shard is not gonna freeze. He's gonna slowly step towards his katana. Like slowly, continually stepping. She stands up and she's looking at the door and her her forehead is creased. She's clearly confused and a little leery. And she grabs your arm, Char, and she just shakes her head. And she signals for the two of you to, like, get under the table to get out of sight. I do. I do it. Okay. Right yeah. away. And she walks to the front door and she opens it. And standing there 
in the door, you see two people. One of them is the tallest humanoid person you've ever seen in your life. They are half-orc, green skin, completely bald, no weapons. The second is a woman, probably like 5'10", blonde hair, human, but she's carrying the biggest fuck-off sword you've ever seen a human wield, and it's strapped on her hip. Zem, you immediately remember the people that Aaron, the small boy who owned the vegetable stand, described to you, who he said were looking for you. These people fit his description. And so, I'm sorry, so we c- can we see them? Yeah, I mean, you can kind of from where you're hiding. Okay. Peek out. And as Kai opens the door, she says, um, can I help you? A little confused. And the blonde woman says, uh, I'm sorry to bother you so early in the morning. We are looking for two fugitives. We've been sent by the guard in Saltspire uh, to find them. A young woman and uh, a young man, both red hair, though they may have changed it. They are magic wielders and they are dangerous. Have you seen anybody that fits that description? We've just come from the garden. If the table and we are not in their line of sight, I want a minor illusion, a tablecloth over the table um, to, like, cover us. Okay. Um, You do this. And instead of, there is a tablecloth there currently. It doesn't quite cover everything. But with your minor illusion, you are able to slightly lengthen what is there. Because it's not moving. And it's less noticeable. And you hear Kai say, oh, um, no, I, I haven't seen anybody who who fits that description. I'm mostly alone, and as you can see by my house, people don't usually come here. The the blonde woman takes a moment. She's thinking, and she tries to peek around Kai a little bit, and Kai doesn't stop her or make any strange movements. And uh, the woman says, okay, uh, I can see that your table is set for three and there's only one of you. Right, uh, are you... Uh, are you expecting company? And Kai's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, actually, it's funny that you uh, just came from the garden I was expecting. Uh, two of the monks there were supposed to be coming here to do some trade. And the blonde woman nods her head. And she says, All right, listen, uh, these two people that I'm looking for are dangerous. And if you do see them, uh, here. And you can't see what's happening. She's handing something to Kai. And she says, simply throw this in the fireplace. 
it will alert us and we will come to your aid. Okay. And Kai's like, oh, certainly. Yes, that would be wonderful. I'm, I'm only one person. Um, so having, you know, tough people like you to help me would be wonderful. Uh, and that seems to satisfy the blonde woman. She turns and you can hear them walking away. The Do they door say shuts. anything as they leave, like to them, themselves? They're whispering among themselves. You can roll a perception check oh, to see if you hear. to the yes. Natural 20. All right. You hear the blonde woman say to the half-orc person, they had to have come through here, but I don't. It doesn't seem like they're here. And you hear the other person say, yeah, I don't, I don't buy the monk thing. We should wait. And then they get too far away and you can't hear anything else. Kai comes back into the room, walks very casually over to the table and sits down. And she gets in her pocket and pulls out like a little pipe. And she starts packing it full of whatever tobacco she's smoking. And she uh, gets a match and she lights it on the table. And she's sitting there and she says, just... Stay where you are for a little bit. I'm going to close the curtain, but it will look too obvious if I do it right now. And she's just holding the pipe. You guys can communicate with her. You just can't come out from under the table yet. I'm really sorry that they showed up here. Oh, there's nothing for you to be sorry about. They said they're not leaving. I know I heard them. Just stay. They'll eventually leave. They can't stay here forever. What did they hand you? Oh, and she pulls out this pouch. And she opens it up. It looks like some sort of mixture of, like, phosphorus, indigo, uh, I imagine if I throw this in the fire, it will produce like a like a blue smoke. I think that if they give us trouble, the three of us should have no issue. But if it's if it's possible, I would like to avoid a fight. I would also like to avoid that. All right. Give me one moment. And you see she heads to the window and she opens it and she whistles and a small bird comes down and flutters onto the windowsill and she whispers something and it flies away. And then she shuts the the window and pulls the curtains and then she goes to the front of the the home and looks out to see if she can see them. She can't, so she pulls the curtains. And she goes over to the door and bars it. It has not been barred so far. Uh, and then she comes over and sits back down at the table and she says, uh, you both can come out now. If they're suspicious, they'll come back and we'll deal with them. But um, 
I, I think I think we should be okay. I've sent word to the garden that they need to send some people here and make it look like they meant to be here. Oh, no. Um, I'm going to activate the sending on the ring to Rafe. I'm going to do one right after you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say tall half-orc and blonde human woman tracking us and close behind. Do something or we will. Also need more horses. Send more money, please. <laughs> money please <laughs> you can tell him where you are he knows where we are the oh, ring tracks us track you. you're the one uh, that did this uh, listen, there's a lot for me to remember in this game okay okay mine is much different okay, but I'll on, wait for you to go first. money please do something or we will has so much attitude behind it in case you needed to be told that <laughs> uh, you immediately get back a chuckle if that's possible and he says, <laughs> he says, I gave you 10 platinum. How could you have spent all of that at the garden? What happened to my horse? And that's it. <laughs> did you, did you just? It's a thing. What happened? Mm, it was non-committal. Char stands up now at this point, like cracking his head on the table as he does. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But like, okay, so, but you like notice, you look at me and you, I've got like this like smirky, smirky like. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. I'm going to probably have to reword my question now. Okay. Sorry, you can keep going. I'm going to have to rewrite it because it is 25 words, correct? 25 words. Okay. Yeah. I, I plan am... on being a total princess. As opposed to normal when you're not. Uh-huh. No, but like, but like, I'm super amping it up for him. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kai notices that you are using a magic item, Zamira, and she waits. And then she says, oh, were you, were you speaking with someone? Yeah, I kind of got like magically married. It's not really a marriage. It's just like this, this ring and uh, put it on my middle finger on my right hand. Um, like I show her, I'm not going to flip her off, but I Shark show her. cracks into the, the side of the table. Married. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like I, so, and I'm like, yeah, it does this thing. And so I'll make it um, change into a mugwort leaf and then I'll make it change into like, um, uh, I don't. I don't even know. Like, I can't even think. Like, I'll just make a change a couple of times, um, and to look at like different things, and then I'm gonna land on it just being a simple band, a simple iron-looking band. Okay. And she's like, "Huh, that is an interesting trick. Whoever gave that to you must be very powerful, very wealthy, maybe both." It also tells him exactly where I'm at all the time. And I can't take it off. Not a great marriage. It's, yeah. Are you also married to this person? Same dude. We're married? (laughs) (laughs) Like genuine concern now? I mean, we took a vow. (laughs) Char's gone. He's lost. A contract, a vow. We signed some shit with our blood. 
Yeah, you have sh- rings? Shar is yeah. staring at the corner now. He's gone. Shar is dead to the world. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, Xander was right. <laughs> Xander was right. You are married. So, you eat your breakfast. Every little sound you hear outside is you tense up because you're afraid it's them coming back. And then you relax. Is there anything else that you guys are doing for the next few hours? I want to show her the knuckle bones and I ask her what these are. Like, do you know what kind of bones these are? I picked them up at a vendor. She picks them up. She looks at them. You didn't know what these were when you bought them? I wasn't. They, it was, there was a lot of vagueness. Um, Were they carved like this when you bought them? No. Oh. There's no judgment in her voice. Pardon me for asking, but what was your specialty at Stellium? Um, divination. That makes sense. She turns around and opens up a cabinet behind her. And Zem... You see a treasure trove of creepy things. There's a cup filled with different feathers, and there are different bones from different creatures there. And there are coins from all over the place and strange sculptures made of twigs. And she eventually pulls out a a cup that looks like it has markings etched into the side of it. This is a a carved wooden cup. She pulls it out and she dumps into her own hand. She has her own set. Of knuckle bones? Of knuckle bones. And she says, you don't have to worry. I'm a practitioner myself. And she dumps them back into her cup and sets them down. Um, Those are definitely human bones, though. Yikes. I I mean, I got, I guess I kind of had a feeling, but. Yeah, I would, I would try not to get caught with them. I don't think it's necessarily illegal, but a lot of people frown on it. Yeah, I get that. People don't really understand what I do. No. <laughs> There's a reason I live in a hut alone. And it's not just because I like to be alone, which I do. But Yeah, I think that's why I feel so comfortable with you. It seems like you understand the path that I'm on. Yeah, I, I have a, a good sense for people. And I could tell from the moment I met you both that you were good people. Not like those people who just came here who are not good people, best avoided. Mm, Yeah. So what other divination stuff do you have? Oh, um... Every... Everything. She looked like she was about to ask you a question and you got her mind on something else and she starts, like, pulling all of her stuff out, different feathers and coins and trinkets i'm gonna like i i know um so like i'm gonna like geek out all over all of this stuff with her and so i'm gonna like go into my like into the bag of holding and i'm gonna pull out some of the like snowy owl feathers um and like all of the different like little things that just like showing her and like i'll trade z's (laughs) on stuff if like that's something that she's in, interested yeah, in she doing. sees the snowy owl feathers and she's like, oh my gosh, I'll trade you some of them. I have, um, 
And she she pulls out two of these feathers that look like they're made of solid gold. And she says, uh, I'll, I'll trade you uh, one of one of these for a few of your, your snowy feathers. Uh, this is from uh, a golden eagle. They're very rare. Shar still traumatized. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. I, I don't know how many you like I don't know what the value like there's Oh, just a, everything has value to the to the user. Just a couple. I'm I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I also have and she um she gets in, she pulls out, she's like, these are actually harpy feathers. And they're huge, long, long feathers, longer than most birds. Uh would you like one of these? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure where you would keep it. But um, he's going to throw you the bag of holding while he's still scrimmaging well, for tea. I, I kind of had it already because I was like digging in there for like the other feathers and stuff. But like, I, yeah, I'm going to. Oh, it'll fit. And I'm just like Mary Poppinsing that shit. Like, <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah, bag of holding. They're super useful. Um, Yeah. OK, so um, I like as we're doing this, I'm just going to be like, you know, um, I met a woman who's a traveling merchant. Her name's Mila. She would freak out over this collection. She would love it so much. Oh, she's into weird stuff. You should send her my way. I would love to meet other people into this. Yeah, she had a lot of cool things that I was actually she's the reason why I, I kept so many of these feathers because I thought we could trade. But she um, really just does the circuit between the twin cities. Oh, yeah, I, I don't. I'm not a big city person. I don't go down that way very frequently. And most people don't know that I exist. And it doesn't seem like there are many diviners in the world anymore. I've only ever met one other person besides you, other than the the people from my home, obviously. Oh, yeah. I I really only knew one other one that was good at what he did. But I don't know that I can trust him anymore. Well, that's the feeling I got Who from this person as well. Who was the person you knew? Uh, as a man, his name was Dalius. Sure oh. goes back to staring at a corner. Fuck. How so do you like, control your face? Um, in this I, don't. Moment? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, like, I don't really think that I would control it from her. Like, I would just be like, like, I'm not going to look at her, but I'm not going to control my face either. I love and the I imagine, have... like, one of the many, many bird feathers you have to, like, in this one, crack. Well, okay, <laughs> sort of. So, I like, I am holding not one of the good ones. I'm holding, like, a snowy owl feather, and I'm literally, like, you know how they stay together, but the second you separate, like, they're all fucked? Yeah, I'm, like, doing that all down the side of one of them where I'm just, like, pulling it down and, like, separating and everything, like, shredding the feather down the one side so that if uh, she were to be studying me or looking at me, she'd definitely see me, like, Total she sees, yeah, she sees Char's reaction and she sees your demeanor change. And she says, um, does, does that name mean something to you? It used to. He was my mentor at school. Uh, oh, well, he must have done quite well for himself. When, when I met him, he was just a student at the academy. That was a long time ago. Maybe 25 years at least. Yeah, um, he is a dean of the divination school now. Wow, and I'm, I'm shocked. No, I'm not. He there's not seemed, that many. There's not that many, and he did seem obsessed, I think is the word. He seemed obsessed with, with becoming more powerful. 
Yeah, I think that that's pretty accurate. I didn't really recognize it for the danger that it was, but I don't know. I I have a pendulum that told me that he betrayed me somehow, and I don't really know what that means. I just know with the way that we've been running, I I fear the worst. I haven't really stopped to think about it because I... I understand. I haven't known him for quite some time, and uh, the time that I did know him, it was only twice. Zem and Shar, you would both notice that hearing her say she knew Dalius 25 years ago, she doesn't look old enough for that to be a fact. Yeah, I thought you said she looked young. She does. She looks young. Uh, maybe a year or two older than the two of you. Um, does she have pointed ears or no? No. Uh, when I knew him, um, I read people just as I read the two of you and just as I read the two people who came here earlier. I didn't. I didn't get bad feelings from Dalius, but it was, it was clouded. I don't know how else to describe it. He's a very complicated person. A lot of people are black and white, but he's every shade of gray and every color in between. I was, honestly, I was sort of enamored with him. You can read into that exactly what it is she definitely had a crush on him so are you the same age as Dalius? i wouldn't have guessed that oh i'm probably a little a little older than him oh um can i ask you something yeah what what do you see when you look at me Shar's going to really just stop doing everything that he's doing. <laughs> she reaches over and she grabs your hand. Grabs is not the right word. She doesn't like grab a hold of it. She, she holds here. your hand <laughs> and she squeezes it uh, between her two hands. And she says, I see goodness. And I see someone who's been through so much and I see the darkness that you're scared of it's there it's all around you it's interwoven with this aura around you but it's not who you are and that power you don't have you don't have to be afraid of it you can learn to control it it doesn't control you you control it It's not, like, faded. No. I've, I've seen many people over the years, and I've read many people, and you burn the brightest out of anybody I've ever seen. Except for maybe that one over there. The two of you... Oh, fuck. Fire! <laughs> <laughs> the, the two of you are special. And I may not know 
how? I can't see that. I'm not that powerful. I can't see the future, but I can tell that the two of you are meant for something big. Just kind of like swallow a couple of times and try and like choke back some expected unexpected emotion um feeling a little bit better and a little less like I can't control things um so I don't mean to put things at your feet we just met you um and I'm not trying to make my burdens your burdens but um since you're a fellow practitioner um do you happen to know how to control your dreams or be in control while you dream honestly i i don't dream like like most of of you do i and I only really understand the way you experience this from what I've heard from other people. Um, when I sleep, it's almost like my consciousness, it, it detaches and it floats in this endless stream with the others like me. So I, I basically relinquish all control when I, when I dream. So I'm, I'm sorry this isn't. This isn't something I can help you with. No, that's okay. You've you've helped us so much. I I really appreciate it. I just um it's something I need to figure out. But I I'm I'm sure I will. Uh, I'm sure I will. Yeah. I I know you will. Shar, do you have your message for Wraith? Yes, but I keep changing it. <laughs> So now I'm just like, well, that didn't make sense. That didn't make sense. One of these messages to Rafe, I'm just going to be like, babe. Hey, babe. Cool. Um, yeah, I think I do. Okay. What are you saying? Out the gate. Horatio died. Wolves attacked. A f- an interesting favor. Please send paper birds to Albus at Garden, a CN. He's curious, not yet corrupted. Send to Zem. Okay. You get a response back. Who's Horatio? All right. I will send the paper birds. Zamira's asked for more money? Did you really spend it all? I'll send it to... I don't know where you're going. <laughs> Tell me tomorrow. I tried to come across that <laughs> Albus was to send Zem the birds. If that did not work out, then no, that's fine. Fuck yeah, me. yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. Yes. I did not tell him about the paper bird I got from my mom. In fairness, there was a lot of other things on her mind. So yes, he will. You get the feeling he will send the paper birds to Albus. He's very confused about the rest of it. He's expecting a message from you both. One of you both to tell him where the hell to send this stuff tomorrow. You asked for more money? <laughs> Why the fuck not? 
Listen, <laughs> they told us that money is essentially money is king when we go to more bail. Like we're gonna need to be loaded. Plus, I I want to try and get like a um. <laughs> I want to try to get no, like a um. no. Stop it! I'm ignoring the back half of that sentence. <laughs> I want to no. I want to get a um like a shield, like a badge made for um Aaron. Yeah, that'd be cool. Just, I'm, I'm on board. That'd probably be pretty easy to have happen while we're at the dwarves. Kai, how long does the the monks take to get here? Oh, um, if they, if they rush, uh, they could be here by dinner time. As amazing as it has been, I don't know if I want to be here when they get here. We can hide again. Would that be okay while they're there? While they're here? Of, of course. I yeah. mean, listen, we are not there. That was all that it had to be. I know. I know. But like... I, I just... Uh, Zem, something's wrong, though. I know. I don't... We can't go out there. If we go out there, they're gonna, like, see us and catch us, and, and I we can't risk it. We can't have come this far. That's not, that's not what I mean. I meant I don't know which ones they're sending. I get that. But what... So what, you're afraid we're going to have to fight them too? Something was off, Zem. They were hiding. Oh my God, I didn't tell you. You know that I can see magic, right? Yes. While we were in the room for the questions, I couldn't detect that we had, and he's going to like, we had magic items. Somebody was obscuring it. Okay. That means somebody had something very powerful that they didn't want us to see. Or all of them had something. It wouldn't have obscured ours. No, I'm saying all of them had something to hide. All of them. Kai, I would love to get first-hand training from you, if that's okay. I'm a bit of a herbologist myself. Yeah, I would, I'd be happy to help either of you with anything you need. Do you know how to make a potion of healing? Sure, I, I know how to make uh, tinctures that can, that can help. It, the, both of us said yes, because <laughs> technically we both do. Yeah, the, the herbs are hard to find, but we could make at least one. I mean, if I know he asked, but I would really love to watch. I can document. I can sketch them so that we know when to find the, when to find the, how to find the, I'm just like way too excited. I'm pulling out my, my <laughs> journal and like my charcoal and like all that kind of stuff. Um, the intention is that I'm going to sketch the plants so that we, if we find them in the wild, <laughs> uh, like we can harvest them or whatever uh, so that we can make our own. But I'm. I'm suddenly super jazzed. I'm shark, by the way. Oh, that's I like nice whip around and I'm like. <sighs> so when I hear you say your name is Shar, 
that I'm going to say, you know, my name is Mira and I'm sorry that I lied, but I didn't know you. If I were in your position, I would lie as well. But these names suit you and I'm glad I have them now. I think it's funny. You freaked out. Let's, uh, let's get to work. Okay. Um, we don't have a ton of time. I don't know if you guys are planning to stay for another night once the monks leave or, um, but I would be happy to start. In the middle of potion making, I'm going to try to slip it in as casually as possible in regards to how she feels about ivory. So she goes over to some canisters and she starts pulling down some stuff and explaining to you what each each item is. And you see some like clover and dandelion and echinacea and things like that. Uh, she's pulling them all down and um, you say ivory and she's like, um, I mean, I know I know what ivory is. I know that it's been used for spellcraft for some time. I personally would never use it. Um, I don't I don't eat meat and I, I don't kill creatures for my spellcraft. That was more just a sense of okay, she doesn't use that. Mm-hmm. Why? Have you Do you know what kind of spells would require that? Um You know your buddy Dalius? Yes. Yes. We intercepted a package on his behalf. Intercepted's a strong word. We s- absconded with. Ooh, great word. <laughs> <laughs> um, 10 out of 10. Mother approved. <laughs> I, it contained the most amount of incense I've ever seen. And whatever you're imagining, Double it. <laughs> oh, that's uh, quite a bit of incense. Um, and I'm going to dig into the bag again, and I'm going to pull out, like, some of it and hand it to her because we kept some. This. She immediately smells it. <sighs> this is very good incense. Mm-hmm. Would you like one? Sure. Yes. That's yours. Thank you. And then um, also these... Unless you have them, because I don't remember. We left them in the bag of holding. Okay. (coughs) Sorry. And then I'm going to pull out the little um, pouch. She takes it, and she opens it, and she's just like, um, well, and she closes it, hands it back to you. Uh, I suppose I should be grateful that it is old, weathered, not recently harvested. I'm... I'm sorry, I I don't know what this is. This is so much. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of a spell like this. Neither have we. To be fair, my some some of the people um, from my forest might be able to help. Uh, there are people there who are capable of of grand feats of magic like this, but uh, not not me. I was always. Fairly average. How long have you been here? Um, you can tell she's 
she's thinking really hard about this. I, maybe 50 years? Maybe longer? It's been a long time. So Dalius knew you here. Oh, yes. And then yes. it finally hit Charlotte 50. Oh. Yes, uh, he, um, he was on his way north to see the elves. He was trying to get their help with some sort of spell. This was, like I said, a long time ago when he was a student. So he never met the rest of your people then? Not that I'm aware of. He could have gone there after we met, but not before. No, it's it's funny. He told me that he was, when he was on his way, when he was getting ready to leave for his trip, he had a dream about where I was. And whenever he came north, he found me here. And we shared knowledge. Um, he stayed with me for a while. Then he left. And I never saw him again. Shark kind of sinks down. I'm sorry to pry. I no, it was he goes so, back so to long ago. Making a potion. It I'm was, just it like was a wonderful moment. Listening as you're talking about it and like getting solemn and introspective and like bummed out. <laughs> My time with Delius was it was never something that I I've figured I could keep forever. He was no great love of mine. He was just a wonderful moment, like so many other things. But anyway, and she starts showing, specifically you, Zem. Shar, you have, you understand how to make healing potions. She does it a little differently. I always imagine it's like the, the teacher's student student like there's stuff that's either lost in translation or changed in translation which i love that that's like when yes. like when bakers from the 20s are like a skosh of and you're like what the fuck's a skosh yes yes and there's there are moments like that uh where char you go to do something and she's like no who taught you this and then she uh like she'll cut something in a completely non-sanctioned way that's very dangerous for her own hand and you're just like but she never cuts herself but yeah, so uh, after a time, uh, you together managed to create one potion of healing. She places the potion in a flask, corks it. Um, well, I uh, don't really have a strong need for this. Would one of you? Uh, yeah, that would be amazing. Here, and she hands it to you. Zem, you now have one potion of healing. Uh, and just as you're finishing, there is another knock at the door. and uh, I crawl under the table. Shara's going to grab to make sure the things are at least a little out of sight, especially just throwing the katana in the bag of holding. I don't want that just blatantly there like okay. before because that's what concerns me. Okay. Uh, as you're putting everything together, she just nods and she says, it's, it's the monks. It's them. Uh, and once you're... Is the, is the farm like a back room or is it an outside? Like with the animals? That's outside. <sighs> Shit. I'm under the table. Okay. Is that where I should hide? Whatever you want to do. Is there another place that I can like quickly like... You go under the bed? Yep. That's where I'm going. 
Okay. You Imagine you like run and like dive under and like slide your way under the bed. Slide. <clears throat> like right at the end. Gosh. You do. You slide under the bed, Char, and when you finally like get your bearings and look around, you see that there's all kinds of creepy stuff. Dead bodies. Under this bed. <gasps> there's a skull that looks human. There's some other York, weird no. <laughs> magical components, some like candles of all different colors and varieties. Switch, switch. switch. <laughs> so I was just like, this is Zem's spot. This is Zem's spot. <laughs> uh, you see him like pull up like right up to the edge of the bed and just like, help. <laughs> and uh, you see her go to the door. Uh, she opens it and in walks. Two of the CN. One is Hector. Hector the Heckler. The other is Albus. Oh, he's gonna die. And they walk into the room, and I would like for you both to roll me perception checks. <laughs> I thought you were Initiative. Roll Fuck. initiative. No. Still have advantage. Oh, perception checks? Yeah. Oh, with guidance. Fuck you. That's. <laughs> oh, oh no. You have not been very perceptive. Ever. Zamira. 26. Okay. Zamira, you happen to notice uh, when, when you were watching Shard Dive Under the Bed, you catch a peek at that skull and some of the candles and you're like, oh, I should be under there. And you're trying to look and not really paying attention to what's happening behind you. Uh, Char, you are only focused, hyper-focused on that door when it opens and you see them walk in. You see Hector and you're like, oh, that's one of hers. And then you see Albus come in and he looks scared. The look on his face looks scared. No, you poor sweet child. And not necessarily. Uh, he's he's concerned about his surroundings, but he looks like he was troubled on the way here. And uh, Kai brings them in and uh, she says, please um, sit down for, for one moment. And she closes the door and she says, honestly, um, I wouldn't I wouldn't have called you both here. But uh, we've had a, a I've had I've had a problem Um there are people, uh, I believe, in the woods who are um, who are menacing, and I told them that you were coming here, hoping that would scare them away. And you see that that sort of Albus, the the trouble on his face sort of fades away a little bit, and he focuses more, and he says, "Oh, um, uh." tall, half-orc, small, blonde woman. And uh, Kai's like, yes, yes, you've, you've seen them. They said that they came through the garden. And Hector says, yeah, they, uh, they came through the garden. Uh, they were looking for two people who had stayed with us for a night. Uh, we told them that they came north towards Morbale, uh, we were hoping that they would catch up to them before before you had an issue, Kai. We didn't mean to trouble you. 
And Albus looks over at Hector like he, Char, you catch us. Albus looks at Hector sort of like, what? Like, that's, he clearly didn't know or that's not what happened. One or the other. And Kai's like, oh, um, yeah, I, I saw them. Uh, they rode past um, on, and then she stops and she's like, no, they walked past. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm a little scatterbrained. She's clearly caught off guard because she's not used to ever lying to people from the garden. She trusts them. I'm and gonna, at this I'm, I'm moment. I'm going to cast Domaturgy and just kind of jingle the window a little bit just to kind of like release tension. Okay. Um, she looks over and she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm very frightened. Um, it, the fugitives coming through and um, bounty hunters in the woods. It's all just been, it's been a lot. And at that, Hector, he looks at the window and he's looking at Kai and he's, he's unsure how to take this whole scene. Uh, but Albus comes over to Kai and says, I've, I've known you for a, a while, Kai. I've never seen you uh, rattled like this. Is there something we can do for you? And she says, uh, yeah, um, could the two of you just go out and kind of do a, a look around, check the, the tree lines, see if those people are still out there. I'm just I'm a little, I'm a little scared. And Albus is like, of course, of course I'll go. And you can see that Hector, his eyes are narrowed. He's looking around the room and he looks annoyed at Albus for agreeing. And he's just like, we'll be back in when we're done. And she's just, thank you. Thank you so much. And they head out. She closes the door and she turns around. Ooh, 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 real quick. Hmm? Can I, I'm going to cast a tech magic and see if they have anything magical on them. Okay. As they leave, like not before. You cast detect magic in this hut. And there's, oh God, (laughs) (laughs) there is a moment of that where everything is lit up and blinding. And (laughs) there's like Zamira under the table. Hard to look at that cabinet exploding. Uh, You can see that there is an enchantment on Kai herself, obscuring her entire person. There's just everything is magical. On the two monks, though, nothing. Fuck! Kai comes into the room and she says, I am worried. I was hoping that they would send two of the good ones. But Albus is the good one. Yes, Hector is not. I know. He's an asshole from under the table. He's an asshole. Like, bumps the table. He is an asshole, but he's a very perceptive asshole. Um, If they come back and tell me that the others are gone... And they are to be believed, which I don't think Albus would lie. And if Hector tried, we would see it all over Albus's face. Uh, The two of you need to go. I'm sorry. I wish we had more time together. Me too. But 
I understand. I don't want to cause trouble for you, and we need... You have been most kind. Yeah. Dears, I'm not concerned about myself. I'm concerned about you. I can handle a couple monks. I don't want them coming after you. Sharda's like eye twitches like, okay, fuck. <laughs> Go off, queen. Get and it. and you <laughs> can tell based on the way she's not, there's nothing, she's not being like boastful. She just she's is. just very sure of herself. I'm. She's like, I'm not, not concerned. Um, we should... I wanted to go back for your wagon, but I, I don't know if we have time. Um, I think you should, I think you should just go north. Yeah. This does put a damper on things because they know we're going to more bail. They do. But maybe we can get lost in the city. Okay. You could. You could skirt around the city. You could go somewhere else. You don't have to go to Morbale. You could head west or east or you could go to the forest. You could go back south. I don't I know if that's a good idea. Would not it's expect not. that. <laughs> DM. DM's like, bitch. You they could. would not expect that. I mean, you'd be running Straight into the to fire. your death. <laughs> Unorthodox display of hubris, but very well. <laughs> you know, rather than let them catch me, I could just jump off this cliff. <laughs> I can fly. In a goldfish. Kai, and I'm going to, like, touch her cheek. You are amazing. <gasps> Thank you. And Hi. you don't have to hide. Uh, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what you mean. Shard just kind of smiles. So thank you. Certainly. And she says, okay, um, I can hear, they're coming back. Uh, sure, you would hear them starting to come back as well. Um, and this time they don't, Hector doesn't knock at the door. He opens it very quickly like he's trying to catch somebody. Like he wants to see what she's doing. But you and Kai are perceptive enough. Oh, by the way. When I touched her, I'm casting bless. She, she feels that magic. And she says to you, I have not felt that sort of magic in a very long time. It's nice to know that it's coming back. Well, only if we get out of this. Is it? From under the table. <laughs> Bangs head on the top. Fuck! <laughs> Char, you dive back under the badge and Kai Even more goes, gracefully before the spiders still freaking out. <laughs> uh, you, you're like this way this time under the bed and you do see like there are some spiders and stuff under there. There's some like snake skins that she's keeping. Must not move. Uh, and Kai walks over to her hearth and she starts putting on some tea. Hector opens the door quickly. Does an asshole. I would have laughed if it was barred. Oh. <laughs> um, and he and Albus come back and and Hector says, we didn't see anybody by the tree line. And Albus says, yeah, uh, if they're around there, they must have moved out. Um, you should be safe, Kai. And Kai looks at them 
visibly relaxing a bit. That is, that is good news. I, you know, I am just one person and they were quite intimidating. And uh, Albus just sort of laughs. We all know that you can take care of yourself, Kai. And Kai's like, it's true. Uh, and she goes to pull the kettle off and she says, would the two of you like to stay for some tea? And Albus is about to say yes. And Hector's like, no, no, we have to get back. It's going to get dark. I don't want to deal with any of the things in the forest. I know you enjoy it, Kai, but we, not so much. Uh, can we just get what you called us here for? And Kai's like, oh, uh, it, certainly. And she tries to look kind of like ugh, sad about it. And she puts the kettle back on, swings it back into the fire. And she walks back over to... Um, her she has so she has her cabinet of divination stuff but she also has like a, a food cabinet she opens it up and she pulls out a bunch like bags of dried herbs and dried teas and stuff and she says um here's uh the the order that uh the garden asked for uh for their tea supplies i'm sorry i'm a little short uh it's it's been a rough year it's been a little dry and Hector just takes them from her like he's not even listening. And uh, Albus is like, nope, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, and he gets in his pocket and pulls out a little pouch of money and hands it to her. And she's like, thank you, as always. And Hector's like, come on, Albus, we have to go. And you see on Albus's face like a, like he's he's a little scared. Almost like like the two of you. He feels more comfortable in Kai's room than he does back at the garden. And he's just like, we'll see you next time, Kai. And she nods her head to him. And he walks out and Hector walks out. The door shuts. And you see uh, Kai, she's taking a moment to sort of compose herself. And she walks back in. And she sits down. And you see she's she's very troubled from that last uh, interaction. But the two of you are free to come back out. Her I'm just one person is Zamira's try me ho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just one person. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, so I'll like slowly crawl my way out from underneath the table. I'm sure Shimmy's out. How in the hell did <laughs> um, And Kai sort of, she tries to put on um, a, a brave face as you both crawl out of your hiding spaces. Uh, I'm sorry that the two of you will have to go, uh, but I'm more concerned about him. Everything about him just seemed so troubled from the last time. Albus? Yeah. Yeah. He was like our one good contact. He's grown curious. Hopefully we'll get him a blessing here. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. I need you to promise me that you will be careful with the people in the garden. It's not the garden that you knew. No. 
They can't hide their corruption from me. Just kind of like Shara's just like, damn. Blinking at the at the bluntness, like, I like this girl. <laughs> <laughs> I know who there I can trust and who I can't. It's not always clear. For most of them, they can't hide. Kai, I know this is a big favor to ask. I know Ulrich's going to retire soon, potentially further and faster than any of us would like. Yes. I know this is a lot to ask when he retires. Can you please talk to him? He's going to need some kind of wisdom when he's gone. I would be happy to give him counsel if he seeks it, but I picture Ulrich as somebody who's going to, much like his predecessor, take a more silent approach. You know his predecessor? Sorry. Obscurity. Oh, <laughs> yes. Um, I've known quite a few of the Grand Keepers. How? I kind of thought that was like a lifetime job like how how frequently do they phase out retire out it it can be a lifetime job there are some that stay for quite some time their wisdom is valued as much as their might uh, however there are some of them um like Ulrich who got his job by being physically the best uh less on his wits if we're being honest um but he he um he knows that there are others who are better than him and he chose to step down i feel like he was he was pressured this was not he would not have chosen this is his choice like locked in like permanent like official like forever can that change like I know, I know not forever. I just mean like once he's made his choice of who his predecessor is going to be, is it stuck that way? He doesn't choose. Not the predecessor. That's what I'm looking for. He doesn't choose? No. The keepers choose. It's a vote. Mm. He can name his favorite, but it doesn't mean anything. Mm. Honestly, I'm... Surprised, I expected uh, that maybe Xander would have been chosen, uh, potentially Varys. I, I would not have chosen Genevieve, and it's not just because I know what she is. A bitch. <laughs> Among other things. What does that mean? I hate that bitch. Mm -hmm. Is like metaphorically, like personality? No, the when I see a person, I can see their aura. And with a lot of the monks at the garden, there's a, a darkness that's seeping into them. And None of them start that way. It, it comes later. I, I don't know how they get introduced to this, but with Genevieve, it's just 
It's just dark now. Do you think it started with Genevieve? Oh, no. No, this is... It's more common now. Uh, honestly, I, I would not be shocked if if half the upper tier was was corrupted at this point. But it's it's more. It, it wasn't this many before. I would see one, maybe. But now it's... Soon they'll be the majority. Hmm. Did they... Did more of them pop up after the... You said the previous one. After they left? Or was it pretty consistent even after they did? I've known many, many Grand Keepers since being here. And the man before Ulrich, uh, uh, Gideon, he... My, my head whips around to you. Uh... He was the first that I feel was pushed out by this corruption. I don't, I don't think he wanted to leave either. I'm but sorry, what? The na- I'm sorry, what was his Shard name? just like limbs limp, like down by sides, like. Gideon, yes, he was, um, he was a drow man, I believe. Yes, I yes, see. a drow. He, uh, I, w- I was hoping to speak with him, but. I, and I expected him to come north, so I didn't, I didn't seek him out. I thought he would go back to Tel Nim, uh, but I, I think he headed south when he retired. Mm-hmm. Wait, do you? Shar just him? like sits down, First like you on know the Dalius, ground. and now, now you know Gideon. Tel Nim. Tel Nim. I'm just. Shar's just like. He's like sits down, like on the floor, like not prompted. Like he probably falls pretty heavy. Just, I'm sorry. Gideon? Yes. Gideon. Gideon, that was his name. You are trying to tell me that you didn't know this? How in the fuck was I supposed to know that? How in the fuck is it shocking that you ended up in the location that he came from? I don't know. He's never the one that offered. He was a good man. And Ulrich, Ulrich is a a good man. He's not a clever man, but he's a good man. Gideon was both. It was, it was upsetting when he left. He said that he was sick or something and wanted to retire, but honestly, I, I don't believe that. I never sensed any of that about him. I think he understood what was happening at the garden and he left. Putting that name in my book. He left to avoid it. Um, And I think that Ulrich is being convinced to leave. And once Genevieve is officially in charge, I think that we can officially count the garden as lost. Was Genevieve there when Gideon was the... <laughs> I've been so derisive about the name. Grandkeeper. Thank you, Grandkeeper. Uh, yes, when she would have been coming up through the ranks then, student, um, CN. I really don't trust her. You should not. Nobody should. Even the people she aligns herself with should not trust her. She is a viper. 
there is something ancient. There's a lot of things ancient there, but there is something ancient there that is. And I look over at Shar and I hesitate. It's granting gifts that is polluting. It's polluting their minds and their wills. Yeah. He just looks very, like he's coming out of the days of just like being slapped across the face with a fish, like with the Gideon thing. And then just like, what, what do you mean gifts? I'm not, I'm not completely sure. Everyone that was in that room with us, everybody has accepted a gift. And there's the second fish. You say that. And Zamira, after you say it, you're thinking back on that time. And it's not quite right. It's not everybody. Ulrich does not seem... He's being pushed out for a reason. Albus seems fairly untainted by this and there was one other person in the room Orla the gnome she also did not she was not deferential to Genevieve she did not seem to be on the same page as everybody else but everybody else in the room they all seem to be on the same page and the the sense that the two of you got now thinking about all of this as a whole is that this team, this corrupted team, they're on the same page. The other people are not. They were not working together. Mm. So it might not have been everybody, but it was the people that matter. And um, apparently they're working on some sort of strange ass hive mind. Oh, we have to go. Like, Char's just gone. Um, He's in Saltspire. Who's in Saltspire? Gideon. Oh. Huh. You should take a vacation. I don't, I don't really like the city. Char's just like... He's not trying to, like, influence her decision. He's just like, what the fuck am I doing now? What what would I do on this vacation, Char? Heal. Question. Like, he's just, like, all... Do you have um, any tinctures or teas that... Like, do you have chamomile tea? (laughs) Yes. Do you have chamomile? Um... I'm thinking that it might be a good idea. And, like, I'm kind of, like, indicating my head towards Char. Like, I might need to take some to go. I'm going to need help. (laughs) Help. Certainly. And she goes over to the fire. And she'd already started the water for whenever the the monks were there. And she makes some chamomile tea. Eventually, if you've asked all your questions... She finishes packing you up and she says, um, give me 
one moment just to do a quick once around. I'm just going to go out, pretend I'm feeding the animals. Well, I'm actually going to feed them. I haven't fed them today. Um, and then when I come back, as long as I'm not approached by anybody, the two of you can leave. Okay. As soon as she leaves, Shara's going to grab the symbol on his chest and be like, please, please protect her. I know she probably doesn't need it, but please. You feel a warmth in your pendant, Shar, like a response. She heads out back and takes him up, maybe like 10 minutes feeding all of the animals, not rushing it, trying to look natural. Is there anything that the two of you want to say? I am going to write her a letter of thanks and just, um, it's going to say things along the line of you're the first friendly person that we've met in weeks and I really will carry your warmth with me, um, every time I think that the world's just completely gone to shit. I will remember you. Okay. Shar's just going to leave another apple. Okay. The two of you do that. Eventually she comes back in. She says, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure the coast is clear. Uh, you still have um, a few hours till nightfall. I would recommend uh, moving as quickly as possible. Um, when you camp, don't make a fire. It used to drive them away, and I think it only acts as a beacon now. Got it. By the way, I'm not signing that letter. Because, like, I don't want her to get in trouble if someone comes in and, like, looks her shit. Like, I... Yeah. She's the kind of person I love. Just, like... I feel like it would be, like, she lovingly looks at the letter and is just, like, oh, throws it on the fire. Yeah, and that's cool, but, like, I'm not signing it just in case. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she goes over to each of you and she takes her hand, puts it on the back of each of your heads one at a time. And she pushes her forehead against yours and she whispers a little prayer under her breath in Sylvan. Do either of you speak Sylvan? Yes. <laughs> so. Because um, mine's celestial. Yours is Sylvan. Zem, you would understand she's saying, may the forest protect you and may Fonum guide you. And then she goes to you and says the same thing. Be well. You as well. Um, as we walk out, I'm going to turn around and I'm going to say the exact same thing right back to her. <laughs> In Sylvan? Mm -hmm. Dope. She just nods. I hope I see you again. I'm counting the days. And she watches the two of you go. And until she's out of sight, you can see that she's watching you. Um, but eventually, you lose sight of her. You continue on north. That is where we're going to end this episode. And where we're going to get our next level up of the campaign. Level five. Sure. Manage character and levels. What are you doing? I'm taking another level of cleric. All right. That's your second level of cleric. Mm -hmm. And Zem. I'm going with my third level of wizard. Third level of wizard. All right. Well, that's where we'll pick up next time, where we describe uh, just how the two of you get those levels, what happens to make it happen. 
um, that's it. Everything we've already done. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Hello, hello, everyone. It's me, Leah, here to do the outro this week. I have some exciting news, so strap in. First, we've been releasing some crazy cool content on social media and on Patreon. Jen's art and our maps, our side projects, Ask Us Anything sessions. If you love all things Slay the Stars, you can find links to everything on our website, slaythestars.com. Follow us, like us, love us. Support us on Patreon if you can. It would mean the world. Next, I have the honor of making a guest appearance on Reshoot, an amateur's guide to good or film. They're a podcast that takes movies, dissects them, and discusses ways to improve the films. It's fun to listen to. They're smart, kind people. Ruthie, Hector, and Ed made me feel incredibly welcome, and I hope we can do it again someday. I believe that episode will come out this Friday, September 30th, 2022. Don't quote me. Watch our social media. I'll definitely share it when it's available. And give Reshoot a follow. You can find them on Twitter at ReshootMoviePO1. That's at R-E-S-H-O-O-T-M-O-V-I-E-P-O-1 on Twitter. And at Anchor.fm slash Reshoot. That's Anchor.fm slash R-E dash Shoot. And I think that about covers it. Thank you so much for listening. Dreams led us to the stars. Persomnia ad astra. Stay tuned. Our awesome intro music is brought to you by the one and only Isaac Viers. Character designs by the lovely Cam Gonzalez. Produced by our very own Leah Hemrick. Graphics designer, the one, the only, the me, Jen Kearney. And last but not least, our audio engineer, Arthur Bellino. Thanks for listening.